Welcome. You're listening to the Truth Talk News Podcast, where truth the mainstream media ignores is the top story. I'm your host, Howard Niemeyer. Please take advantage of all the information available at howardnema.com, including books you must read to understand the new world order. I have my dear friend, investigative journalist and author, Janet Phelan, uh, boy, talk about some uh, some roller coaster rides we've been through uh, in the last couple of minutes in the last couple of days uh, to just go through uh, some of the things that have been happening. Thank you again for for joining me, Janet. Thank you so much for having me on, Howard. Okay, so uh, let's just start, I guess, with uh, the most current uh, problems that have been have been evolving. Uh, you know, with your with basically. Uh, uh, protecting your life. Um, there, there have been horrible acts against you. I put it up. I put articles up about this. We have many people in, in a network that are trying to help you to expose this, but you can't seem to, to get any help from people, uh, that are supposed to help journalists, uh, that organization. I keep forgetting the three letters. Federation of journalists. Right. They're supposed to help you. And meanwhile, you're being targeted by this force that doesn't like the information you're revealing about government secrets, uh, about biological weapons and other things uh, for years. Uh, and no one is listening to you. But now it's at the point where you, you have to do things to protect, literally to protect yourself. You're already in exile. It's, it's Independence Day. It's Independence Day and you're in exile. Think about that. I think people are listening to me very carefully. And uh, I think that's the problem, that uh, my work is getting more and more attention. And, uh, you know, I've tried in the past to keep some sort of lean, line of demarcation between my work and what's happening to me personally and uh, the attacks on me which are involving the use of chemical weapons are getting more intense and due to this I did appeal to the International Federation of Journalists of which I am a member excuse me my nose is itching um, and uh, <laughs> their response was actually rather disturbing uh, Jeremy Deere who is one of the big honchos of the IFJ, which is seated in Belgium, um, basically uh, informed me that the only route that they will quote unquote help or endorse for me is to make a direct uh, uh, report and plea uh, to the government of the country I'm in. Uh, this has already proven to, uh, to to launch deportation proceedings against me. This doesn't work. However, the IFJ has within their own capacity uh, the, the right and and the ability to make an, a, a report to the Attorney General here on my behalf. They refuse to do it. They I know. I, I wrote them emails as well. Several other independent journals and other activists and people have, have sent uh, on your behalf, and we've gotten no response from them either. Well, um, I did save that one response that you got from Jeremy Deere, and there was also a retired attorney, um, Ken Dukowski, who wrote the IFJ, and Jeremy Deere re responded to him as well. And both both responses, which I saved and have 
you know, may use at a later date are, are very rude and assaultive in their tone. Um, the fact is the IFJ has the right and the and I would think the obligation to make a report to the attorney general here on my behalf, given that if I, I raise my hand and say, look what's happening to me, they'll go, we're going to deport you for interfering in domestic policies. Apparently, right. my right. complaining that I have been hit with uh, with unconventional weapons is is being cast as interfering in domestic policies. So, uh, yeah, so, so Jeremy. Well, well, there's evidence of this. Uh, I know it's very difficult to obtain it, but ironically, we, we this is why I should have pre prefaced this before. In fact, maybe I'll edit this out and I'll put it in the right perspective. Janet, you've been hit on air, literally on a recording, by a chemical weapon while we were attempting to have an interview that we never were, were able to, to conduct. The audio was, was, was interfered with. There was all sorts of problems. And I, I captured this. Can you speak to what happened to you? Yeah. Um, I, I started puking my guts out. Um, I have stated repeatedly that I am being hit with a chemical weapon, uh, which I colloquially call vomit gas. It is most likely uh, some sort of compound involving what they call atom site, which is a vomit gas that is used by police agencies as a riot control agent. So uh, we were attempting to, to, to record an interview and I was hit with vomit gas and I uh, ha ran into the bathroom and puked my guts out. And I came back and I was, you know, clearly, uh, hurt uh i was i was debilitated i i we tried I, I tried to pull myself together and we tried to record an interview but unfortunately the the technology was being disabled and hacked and we couldn't do that either but that's what happened it was scary because you know i'm really worried about you janet this is this type of stuff has been going on for a long time you detail the the origin of it origins of it in your book exile which you can get at uh, actually, you can get it at howardneeman.com. I, I have a link there for your books. But also, uh, it's just been continuous, and we've been documenting it continuously for 10 years. Um, and now it's at the point where literally uh, these DNA-targeted weapons um, are, are in the news. And we know that there's also that from your work and the work of many others, that and you're really the head of the curve of all of them is that this has been going on for decades as you cover in your new book. And you know what was what's very interesting, Howard, is in 1970, a, a journal called I believe Military Review Journal uh, published an article about DNA specific weapons, and uh, specifically as involving ethnic differences and how it was possible at that point in 1970, 50 years ago, to create a weapon that would selectively target different ethnicities. Now, uh, DNA weapons can target either a specific ethnicity, which, have a, which has a shared G DNA pool, or it can target an individual. And uh, the fact is that 
the Secret Service was so worried about the possibility that uh, President Obama could potentially be attacked with a, a DNA weapon that they assigned a specific group of um, Navy SEALs to uh, protect the president's DNA. This was exposed in a book uh, that was titled in, I believe, in the President's Secret Service. It came out a couple of years ago, how mm. this this particular group of SEALs uh, would follow around after Obama cleaning up his DNA. They would uh, they would take any glasses that he, he, he had drunk from. If he was at events, they would clean up anything he might have touched afterwards. And at the same time, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was issuing uh, 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 caveats uh, uh, aimed at embassies worldwide. And this was exposed in WikiLeaks that mm -hmm. she was requesting or demanding of embassy officials that they covertly grab the DNA of foreign officials. Now, and now we have these new attacks that have been cut that also hit the mainstream news that are that would that the they're using the directed energy weapons. Uh, the, the, the perception is now that uh, these diplomats uh, and also people working in embassies and also CIA personnel were hit uh, uh, with directed energy weapons. It, it's a different form of weaponry than DNA specific. Uh, biological or chemical weapons, but uh, indeed, it these directed energy weapons also have the capability of individually targeting a, a particular person of interest. So what we have to come to grips with now is that this is what our government is doing. It is targeting individuals uh, at, uh, at home and abroad with selective, selectively delivered weaponry. Uh, we, we have uh, thousands of individuals in the US now who are claiming that they are being targeted with directed energy weapons. Now, for a long time, the, the US government had a policy of dealing uh, with these complaints by saying, you people are crazy, you need to see a psychiatrist. Right. But apparently, the diplomats and the CIA personnel don't need to see a psychiatrist because the right. Senate, the Senate just passed a bill uh, granting uh, all this money in aid to the diplomats and the CIA who were hit with directed energy weapons. There is no caveat in the bill for addressing the multitude of U.S. citizens who have been experimented on with these weapons. Well, that's it. That's what we're, we're guinea pigs. It's like what they're doing now with the uh, the injections. I mean, we're literally guinea pigs to them, and and it's an experiment to depopulate the planet. And that's that's what's that's what we have to hammer home to everyone. And and it's starting with the you know the old and and the uh, targeted races. And and it's it's so Nazi. It's frightening. It's it's isn't it? It's like well, it's just absolutely eerie um how this is an like exactly what the what the nazis did this is exactly what the nazis did yeah it's exactly what they did and they chose their targets carefully didn't yes, they they chose they uh, 
they chose races they didn't like, they chose individuals, political uh, prisoners they didn't like, and uh, we can see a similar kind of MO going on in terms of who is being put in these experimental weapons testing programs in the U.S. Uh, for example, uh, most of those who are being targeted with these weapons within the U.S., who are U.S. citizens, um, most of, of, of the individuals are not what we call, um, they, they are somewhat marginalized. They, they may have a, a history of, of being on public assistance. Uh, they may have a history of seeking out uh, mental health therapy. But I want to I want to hammer home that even though the, the mass, vast majority of people being hit with these weapons systems are people who are or have been marginalized, not everyone is. For example, William Binney, who is one who was formerly the director of operations for the NSA and is one of the most well-known whistleblowers in the US, is now claiming that he is being attacked with directed energy weapons. We have other individuals who have similarly worked uh, in, in, in elevated capacities, uh, such as Karen Melton Stewart, who was an analyst with the NSA for 28 years. I believe Catherine Austin Fitz, who is also well known as a whistleblower, has maintained also that she has been assaulted with these weapons, to my understanding. Uh, so we have a growing group of individuals who uh, could be seen uh, very clearly as uh, anti-corrupt government, as exposing uh, certain uh, uncom un inconvenient and uncomfortable truths about the U.S. government, who are now being assaulted with weapons within right. the boundaries of the U.S. Now, we know that there have been, uh, shall we say, quasi-legal quasi uh, machinations around certain individuals, such as Julian Assange and such as Edward Snowden, uh, who both sought so refuge in other uh, countries or in other countries' embassies to, to escape uh, massive uh, persecution through the quasi-legal system with the, with, within the U.S. So we know that there is that level of retaliation that is possible, but now we also have these covert attacks on whistleblowers and others through weapons programs. And this is, as you said, Howard, this is Independence Day. What sort of independence are we celebrating in 2021 when we're, we, we've lost uh, so many of our privacy rights, when uh, the government surveils uh, everybody uh, continuously and at its own discretion decides to put U.S. citizens, non-criminal, ordinary citizens, and some extraordinary citizens like William Binney into weapons testing programs. What are we celebrating today? Well, it's we're celebrating freedom is what 
founded this country and people died to give us freedom and we're pissing it away by giving up our freedom to these evil bureaucrats and despots and everything else. So I think personally as a patriot, you know, uh, it's an important day, but it's even more important to recognize that our freedom, you know, if, if Independence Day just becomes another day, you know, for, for cookouts and they tell you that you can't go out because there's some deadly virus that they claim and you've got to stay home for months and lose your business, use your job, use your business, uh, wear a mask wherever you go. And they continuously keep pushing about raising your taxes and taking away your, your freedoms. Um, because right now it looks to me more like a Stasi-like cold tyranny. It's not really a hot tyranny yet, but it's getting there and it's boiling over and we have to restore our Republic. And you left the country because you feared for your life. You had, and literally your life is still in, obviously in danger and we have to keep warning people and you have to go on the record, Janet. Are you, are, are you ever going to, are you suicidal? Do you have any in, intentions of ever killing yourself or doing anything stupid like that? You know, I love being alive. I, I mean, know you said that many times. Life is a wonderful gift. And I am so grateful uh, to have been given the gift of life and to be able to use whatever skills I may have as a journalist, as a communicator, to help to alert other people as to the level of danger that now exists. Um, I don't want to kill myself. I have no desire to kill myself. And furthermore, I have no desire to kill uh, the people who are involved in hurting me. I think they need to go to prison for their crimes, but uh, killing is not on my menu, okay? For myself to kill myself, to kill anybody else, no. You're a messenger, you know, you're, you're, you're giving the people what they don't get, the truth. And the truth is very hard to, to swallow because we've been buying these government lies and all of these distortions of truth. And now, if you watch the mainstream media, it's so obvious, but yet still some can't see through the facade. The brainwashing is just so thick, you know, they can't see through it. And then they start uh, all of these attempts to, uh, to silence the truth and censor the truth and attack people that are giving the truth. How many journalists have given their lives to expose the new world order? From Gary Webb, to Danny Casolaro. The list is huge of people that really threatened them and they lost their lives. Journalists, the list is long, Breitbart, there's so many of them. Oh my God, the Clinton death count, right? The, the, the body count. So it's just, a, it's, it's, we need to hammer home that these things happen because the media seems to forget that they happen. They seem to forget that all the people that are telling the truth end up dead. The doctors, the holistic doctors that have all over the last 12 years, the scientists, molecular biologists, why were they killing? We were fine to wonder, why were they killing molecular biologists seven or eight years ago? Why? Now we know why, don't we? You know, uh, I got on to uh, the fact that there was going to be a pandemic quite early. Um, 
uh, one of the first uh, uh, big red flags for me was this Section 817 in the U.S. Patriot Act, which is the expansion of the biological weapons statute in which the U.S. gives itself immunity from violating its own biological weapons laws. And from that point on, uh, my rabbit hole got, got larger and larger as I began to track uh, changes in law, changes in in the U.S.'s engagement with the Biological Weapons Convention, uh, certain activities that the U.S. was, uh, uh, shall we say, uh, reported as engaging in. For example, uh, when the U.S. was caught red-handed sending out live anthrax through the mail to over 100 labs worldwide. That's a violation of the Biological Weapons Convention as well. By FedEx. Um, <laughs> by FedEx. Coming, coming soon, coming soon, uh, live anthrax, you know. And and many of these labs which receive the, the live anthrax disavowed any uh, knowledge of, of even why they received it. So, so, the, so I began to look uh, in depth at the U.S.'s uh, violation of biological weapons uh, treaties, their violation of biological weapons norms, their uh, continued efforts to experiment on their own population. So I, this became a focus for me uh, some years back. And the fact that we are now in a pandemic scenario where, which I actually predicted, uh, I think back in, in around 2006 or seven, it became clear to me that with all this biological weapons, bizarre activity, that there would have to be a pandemic uh, to, to, to launch, that, that, that this was the motive behind all of these uh, sort of bizarre and, and, and in some cases rather covert actions by the U.S. So here we are, you know, here we are now. And I, I as I do put forth in my upcoming book, which should be should be out soon, um, published by Trine Day. Uh, the the title is At the Breaking Point of History how decades of U.S. duplicity enabled the pandemic. Well, it, it, it really should be clear that we are in a manufactured crisis that is going to have far graver results than what we've seen already, which are already pretty darn grave. So. You know, this, this, if I have a message uh, to the world at this point in time, my message is, you know, watch out. You really cannot trust those in power to protect you from harm. And and for this act of, of attempting to simply use my journalistic skills and, and my abilities as a communicator, I'm getting rather savagely attacked. So oh, yeah, you're you're you're. It's um, they really are after you, Janet, and and never ne as never before. And uh, this is uh, they're they're very upset about um, the ways that you're protecting yourself, and that's why I was I'm so glad. I think it was for two years. I think I told you you should do this, <laughs> that you were on the record and uh, about you know what your pursuit is. Your pursuit is for the truth and to get this information out at all costs and to fight those that wish 
to destroy you. So, um, and, and, you know, it's happening to others. We spoke on a phone, on the phone earlier and we were talking about those episodes that they pulled off. They had an episode about these directed energy weapons and all of these weapons and targeted individuals that was on Jesse Ventura's show. Millions of people saw it. Millions of people might remember it, but good luck finding it uh, on the internet. They, they, it's gone. You can't, there's, they, they took it out of the catalog of it. And um, the reason is because these targeted individuals, as you just revealed, are now becoming people that are in higher places of power. And I imagine as the new world order moves forward, higher and higher people in power are going to be attacked by these weapons. And like you said, uh, Obama was worried about being attacked, right? Uh, imagine, you know, that there's, there's a reason he's worried, you know, uh, and you would, it would be foolish to think that others that are fighting for truth in our government, the good, the good people, uh, won't be targeted in one way or another as well. Uh, it, it's, it's scary because history seems to be repeating itself in a very nasty way. And I'm outraged that people can't see it. I'm outraged that people are so distracted by what's going on that they can't, they can't wrap their brain around the worst possible evil because I, I don't know. They, it's cognitive dissonance. They just don't want to believe it could be so bad. They don't want to believe people could be so evil and literally have an intent to murder billions, not millions, but billions of people who are, who are people who are entrusted with their lives with these so-called leaders, these so-called experts. Uh, it's frightening to me. And and I don't know I don't know what else to say. I just got we have to just keep exposing these evil people and protecting each other. Because uh, I too will never commit suicide. I said that years and years ago, and I have said the same thing because they've gone after me too. They've done bad things. So uh, I don't know. We just have to continue the fight. But this is an evil. We're not fighting a political ideology, ladies and gentlemen. We're literally fighting evil. Um, we are certainly fighting, and I think there is an ideology behind this. I don't think it can be described uh, in terms of how we generally reflect on political ideologies like left or right. I think what we have is a massive collusion uh, of of entirely disparate uh, you know, people who have different religious affiliations, they have different political affiliations, but their 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 goal is power and control and uh, genocide. And, it, is and, it is a collective of evil. That's that's what it is. But that but wouldn't that make sense though? That's why it's a spiritual battle, Janet. We've talked about that for years. And I think that's what it is, because it, imagine this, all walks of life, all different people, all different sides, all different, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, they're all obviously the, the, those that are making the moves are all of the, the wealthiest people in the world. And, and and their goal is to kill us. That, you know, just think about that, you know, and it's, it's just it's the ultimate collective of evil. They've gotten, you know, people from from the left, from the right, from the center, and, and you're right, it's not political. It's not yeah. political. 
there are there obviously politics has evolved but it's not a political it's not a political agenda it's a, it's a it's a genocidal agenda it's in a sense that's what it is it's genocide yeah yeah i i that's what we're exposing and 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 frankly howard i think our best and strongest hope uh concerning the agendas that are now uh, unfolding rather rapidly is for people to become aware and to wake up and to begin to grapple with the fact that what we've been presented as uh, a freedom-loving government is anything but. Because there are so many more of us than there are of them. And if people are aware of the vectors of attack, you know, uh, people are aware of the dangers of vaccines, if people are aware of the dangers of the weaponized water system, particularly as it might translate in lockdown, those are two examples, people will be able to take appropriate steps to protect themselves. So, uh, so people like you and me, I think we have a, a fire inside of us and and we want to be able to appropriately inform and protect other people. And that's that's the bottom line as far as I'm concerned. That's it. That's, that's all I'm trying to do with my life. I'm not trying to threaten people. I'm not trying to make them scared. I'm not trying to confront, you know, anyone physically. I'm simply trying to use whatever small skills God gave me to, to do my job. That's it. Amen. Me too, sister. That's it. What what else can I say? You know, I I love you, Janet, and I, I pray you. for you. And I always I always, you know, you're in my prayers. I worry about you. Yeah, I really do. And um, I I I just you know we just got to keep doing this. Everybody, please. Uh, I have links that you'll get here. There are plenty of articles at howardneeman.com. You can just type Janet Phelan in the search engine, and you'll see years and years and years of stuff. Um, we go back and all her stuff is there or links there and there are links in this video. I want to thank you again for this, uh, for the time you took to talk with me and we're just going to keep, uh, keep fighting the new world order. Thank you. And God bless. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this truth talk news podcast. Please share it widely on all your social media networks and take advantage of all the information available at howardnema.com including books you must read to understand the New World Order, available for free download. God bless you all. Until next time.